we introduce our first speaker. Ano nga ba talaga ang nangyayari sa likod ng beauty pageants? Hindi ka masyadong nakakasali sa mga beauty pageants because of um, the pandemic. You're listening to The Pan Talks. The official podcast of The Pantograph and Malaya. This podcast brings new and hot issues and information at a student level. Come and join us as we meet new guests every month who will share their crafts and opinion about a certain issue. Now, welcome everyone sa ating second episode. Uh, from the previous episode na pag-usapan natin yung mga, uh, mga memories natin last uh, time na face-to-face classes. How about ngayong second episode? What are we going to talk about the part Yes, the previous episode was such a fun episode. So for this episode, we are so excited because we are going to be with some very special guests. So, may we introduce our first speaker, or should I say candidate for this episode. She was a transferee and a former member of the Modelo Bicolano. Please welcome Ms. Gian Malonda. Hello! Anyway, I would like, first of all, to thank the organizers of this podcast for inviting me here today. Let me introduce myself. My name is Gian Malanda, a grade 12 student at the University of Nueva Cáceres. I am currently the reigning Miss UNC Junior High School, which I won in 2019, and Miss University Second Runner-Up, which was held in 2020. By the way, to all the listeners, I am grateful for lending us a little bit of your time. <laughs> so I am hoping that after listening to this episode, you guys will gain insights about all the topics that we are going to discuss later on. Yes, Newman, we are so grateful to have you here, Miss Gian. And we are so excited to talk about um, very important issues with you and to um, to gain uh, knowledge from you as you are a beauty queen yourself. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Isha and Gian, for uh, introducing yourselves and our first speaker for today. Now, introduce ko naman sa inyo ang ating second speaker or, our, or ang ating second guest. Ngayon, kasama rin natin ang ating former features editor and pageant fanatic. Ito ha, uh, trivia lang. Walang member ng pantograph ang makaka-level o hihigit pa sa beauty niya. To give her sentiments and share kung ano nga ba talaga ang nangyayari sa likod ng beauty pageants, we also have here today our ever-beautiful Miss Charles Christian Lara or simply Ate Lara. Hi Kyle! Oh my God! Thank you so much for that introduction. I love it! <laughs> By the way... <laughs> By the way, I'm hello, Pantox. Thank you so much for having me here to be one of your guests. I am so honored. Thank you so much. Um, by the way, my name is Charles Christian Lara. Pageant-wise, I've became the I was the UNC Junior High School United Mr. United Nations first runner-up last 2018. And journalist-wise. Um, I became the features editor of the the Pantograph and Malaya last year. Yes, thank you so much, everyone. Hello. 
Thank yes, you very I'm much. So excited <laughs> because in this episode we have here with us very beautiful and smart people. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh no, we're really glad to have you to to have both of you here today. We know that you are really beautiful and that is true even if you'll see them in real uh real life no in face to face uh scenario you will really be uh amazed by their beauty but anyway uh partner do you want to start by interviewing our guest speaker for today who do you want to interview first ba? yeah sure so um to start let's um let's ask some basic questions first okay, Ms. Sure. Hian, um, yes yes we're curious, why did you decide to join beauty pageants and when did you start your journey? Oh, okay, got it. Uh, in my case, I viewed pageantry before as a doorway to gain more self-confidence and experience. Medyo konting peer pressure pa lang rason kasi most of the time, my friends lang naman talaga ang nag-encourage. Lalo na Miss Junior High School, I was just literally encouraged the time, kaya ayon sobrang grateful ko sa kanila. However, I have learned through the process. I have learned after my first pageant, rather, that self confidence and experience are not just the things you will gain from joining one. You can learn more about yourself, especially your capabilities to do this and that, that you never really imagined you can do before. It can enhance your communication skills. Because before I don't do public speaking, <laughs> pageantry opened a lot of opportunities for me. And the most important one, which is the sisterhood. Because, you know, at the end of the day, people will eventually forget about what crown you have won. But the people you met through that journey will stay. And that is so amazing for me. Plus, you'll have memories to cherish and can gain lessons that will teach you to grow as a person. Overall, those are the reasons why I decided to join beauty pageants and did not stop joining after my first one, but continued to join more. And when it was started, my first pageant was... Uh, actually, late na ako nag-join kasi most of beauty queens, they joined pageants talaga. Maliliit pa sila, right? Yes, uh, that's true. Uh, you can see most of them uh, having pictures on Facebook posted when they were kids uh, showing yep. their experience back then. I was but 14. It, I, okay. Yes, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I was 14 when I joined my first pageant and that was at my old school, which was Shana College Tigaon. And I competed for the title Miss Shana 2018. Surprisingly, I was able to bag the first runner a position and it was a great experience for a first-timer. Oh, yes, that's really nice. Uh, yes? Sure, go ahead, uh, Asia. No, actually, wala akong masabi. Just oh. hearing her talk, I feel like I'm watching a beauty pageant right now. Uh, yes, um, uh, same impression, actually. Right, right. Uh, yeah, uh, now, everyone, everyone listening, you know how a beauty, uh, how a beauty pageant answers, and it's just sometimes you just go speechless but anyway i uh, thank you very much for your answer gian 
Now, a while ago, you mentioned that you were a title holder last 2019, right? Uh, when you competed here in UNC. But you yes. were a transferee back then, right? Uh, how does it feel like you're a transferee and then you're competing with other students that are uh, like maybe uh, from UNC a long time already? Uh, were you nervous or somehow intimidated? Or yes, how did it feel when you won? Mm, all right. I was a transferee the year that I won Miss UNC Junior High School. And the experience was surreal and challenging because for me, it was a season of endless possibilities. Oh, by the way, just a fun fact, guys. I even asked one of my subject teachers during that night if I can make it to the top five. And he answered that me myself must already know the answer. However, I did not put any expectations in myself because I was just enjoying all the moments like it is what it is. And all the girls that I competed with that night were all competitive and pretty. So yeah, it was challenging and challenging because I needed to embody the UNC Junior High School as a whole. So I made a lot of effort that time I need to catch up and learn more about the department, the UNC, so that I can define the crown. The experience really made a lot of impact in my life. It taught me a lot of lessons and I met a lot of amazing people. That's why I will be forever grateful for the opportunity. Oh, I see. That's really nice. Uh, actually, you know, uh, I just learned a lesson today, uh, like uh, from what you've mentioned. I've always thought that you know beauty pageant is all is all about just beauty or all about answering questions in a very uh, good way. But now it's uh, it's it made me realize that it's not just about that. It's true that uh, beauty pageant also needs hard work from the uh, students themselves or for the contestants themselves. Now, but now that it is pandemic, uh, we have quarantines, we have less face to face. Uh, situations right now. Uh, how's your pageant life doing right now, ba? Uh, Do you still join contest or not? Not anymore because of you know the current situation right now. We all know that this pandemic changed our normal day-to-day -day lives. I haven't been able to join pageants for a while now, so. I pinanood ko pala yung first episode ng Pantok, so I couldn't agree more with what Miss Isha said. In the first episode, it like our skills aren't being sharpened in this time of pandemic since it is not being used. Diba? Yeah, that's true. Like everybody... Pala for tuning to our um, yes. first episode. Like everybody else, there are also a lot of changes in my routine. And lately, I have been working on my self-improvement without the help of pageants. We are still in the middle of the worst wave of the pandemic. So I, or rather we, have no choice but to focus on the small pleasures that do exist and make huge enjoyment out of them. Yeah, and although now, um, hindi ka masyadong nakakasali, sa mga beauty pageants because of um, the pandemic in the future um, do you have any plans on maybe um, joining bigger pageants like 
Miss Universe? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, uh, of course, joining uh, prestigious pageants is a dream of every girl who loves to join beauty pageants. However, mm-hmm. I also, because I also have a life and dream outside pageantry, and that dream will affect my pageant life. So I still haven't figured it out. Oh, well, that's okay because you still have a lot of time to really decide if you want to pursue um, that path or, you know, another um, career in the future. But I'm actually curious about something. I've always been curious about this. Sa pageants ba? Like, are you given... Um, any kind of like preparations for the Q&A portion because um, I imagine how nerve-wracking it must be to answer questions on the spot. So like are you given any kind of preparation? Are you given the questions ahead of time or talagang um, on the spot binibigay yung questions? Uh, parang we are given the man the topics, but they do not give us the specific questions talaga. Oh. Uh, so, so the topics lang pala. But yes, yeah, yes. grab it. It's um, it must be so nerve wracking, no? Um, if it was if it was me, grab it. Mama mental block talaga ako ng bonggang bonga. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, I really need to be particular of. Uh, every issues. <laughs> yeah, talagang um, you need to be informed sa ibat ibang issues para you know um you know you really um answer as great as possible and as uh, concise as possible. Yeah. Um, since we're in the topic of beauty, we're Curious, have you um heard about the Bella advertisement issue? Uh, yeah, I have seen it, and I also saw some articles about it on social media. Yeah, it it I believe it was trending on Twitter. So, grabe talaga. So um in the in the advertisement, may pinapakitang isang babae na as na habang tumatagal yung pandemic, yung appearance niya parang progressively nagiging mas, um, I don't want to say worse, but um, unkempt. So, for you, um, for you, was the advertisement insensitive because when it was released, ang dami niyang nakuhang criticism from the netizens. Oh. For me, uh, yes. The ad was insensitive because weight gain, pimples, and body hair were presented as flaws. Uh, claiming that these were caused by the pandemic. Pero kasi these things are something natural, although sometimes it could also be caused by 
one's health. And apart from that, uh, the ad was titled, I think it was titled as Pandemic Effect. Yeah. Uh, is this really what we call pandemic effect? Because uh, the real pandemic effect is the million Filipino employees who lost their jobs. The real pandemic effect is the number of deaths due to the virus. The real pandemic effect cannot be seen in the physical appearance of women, but in the worsening situation in our country caused by the government's poor response to the pandemic. Basically, the advertisement downplays the aftermath of this pandemic and it focuses on physical appearance while there are a lot of Filipinos who are suffering right now because of this pandemic as we speak. Okay, I agree with that uh, answer, answer of Gian. But before we move on to um, uh, another topic about bell advertisement or uh, our ad other topics for today, I want to ask Atelara as well on what is her opinion about this Bello advertisement issue. Uh, have Hello. Hello, yes. yes. Actually, uh, ano, nakita ko na yan, yung advertisement na yan, the time na nagtitrending siya sa Twitter because I was curious kung bakit nagtitrending ang, be ang Bello. And actually, ang opinion ko dyan is regarding the, ano, regarding the pimples and everything, I think, I think, um, it is okay lang naman sa Belo na gumawa ng ganong advertisement because that's what they do. That's what their business is for. And that is to, you know, clear pimples like that. Pero, on the other note, I cannot, I couldn't agree more sa mga sinasabi ng tao na it's very exaggerated and it's really lousy for me. And I think there are many other ways to present the, the information or the intent of the Bella company. Pero, you know, it, it did not come as good as what they think it would be. And yun nga, yung sinabi ni Gia na rin na the pandemic effect, it is really not the physical appearances that matters right now. It's about the jobs and the deaths of the Filipinos who suffered from the poor response of the government in this pandemic. Yes. Uh, yes, I really do agree with that one, that uh, it's really not about the physical appearance that we should be worried about right now. But uh, on the talk about uh, physical appearances, uh, since we're uh, since we're talking about uh, beauty products, uh, spe specifically Bella, no, uh, I'm curious: Are either the two of you uh, using Bella products as well? Uh, just a quick uh, question. No, no, po, mahal siya. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, mahal talaga siya, and we have no we have no yes. money for that, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> I see, I see. Uh, it's okay. Susiyo uh, kana lang kami, <laughs> Yes, I was just really curious about it. <laughs> now, um, anyway, uh, moving on to our uh, next questions. Uh, I think it will still be about uh, this Bella advertisement, no? Since it was really trending. Is there anything, uh, sorry, <laughs> is there anything that you would like to change in the Bella advertisement? Though, honestly speaking, uh, I haven't really seen the Bella advertisement. 
I'm really sorry, but yes, uh, let's start with, uh, I think, Jian first, and then let's proceed with Ate Lara, if there's anything you want to change. In the Bello adver advertisement? Y yes, yes. Oh. Uh, I would change the whole thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bello describes kasi beauty as the exact opposite of what is normal, such as having acne, body hair, and gaining weight. Besides that, I would not nga emphasize the physical appearance as a pandemic effect. It is true, however, nga, it is insensitive for those who have suffered a lot during this pandemic. Moreover, it forces us to be passive recipients of these unrealistic beauty ideals. It would have been better if the services were just presented without making the audience adhere to such ideals, but let them think about what they want to do with their bodies. Taking everything into consideration, we should not conform to society's beauty standards because of these discriminatory marketings and unrealistic standards since they are just trying to make us insecure and then profit from us. Because for the most part, these standards aren't what is normal. Uh, thank you very much for that answer. Uh, I'll give my uh, small remarks about it after Atelara answers hers as well. Yes. Actually, nasabi na ni Jayan lahat. Oh, okay. I would just like to emphasize the the title kasi yun nga it is very general for them to talk about the pandemic effect na yon na nasa naka naka-base lang siya sa physical appearances of women although maybe they are thinking na since since Bello and ang market nila is yung mga women na nag-undergo na na nagkakaroon ng gano'n na mga nagkakaroon ng gano'n na mga quote imperfections pero it is still not good for them to generalize yun nga na ang pandemic effect is about it's only about the pimples weights and everything yeah mm. how about your partner uh, what's your say on this one actually i agree with um atelara because mm. Indeed, it was very general talaga to talk about the pandemic ef effect when um, they only centered on like the superficial things such as um, a woman's appearance. So, yeah, definitely the title, it's, I don't think it's um, very fitting. Okay. Uh, I agree. I, uh, yes, of course, I do agree as well with all of your uh, statements that you mentioned but here's another question that i'm also curious about uh speaking of uh you know uh whitening products like the bello but of course we also know that makeup sometimes make us look paler or make us look uh whiter because you know uh we i, I i'm not sure what it's called okay but I, the foundation i think uh most beauty pageants uh wear that during uh during their contest, you know. Uh, if what you're saying about this is that we should not uh, use, we should be open with the imperfections or of women, then do you think in beauty pageants, should the contestants wear beauty products, something that would make their skin lighter? Or should they just abolish the use of uh, makeups to make the skin much more clear, something like that. 
uh, let's start with Atilara naman this time. Hello. So, um, in that question, I think it's very subjective. It, uh, it okay. is very subjective. And for me, for me, it is fine if you want to wear makeup or not in a pageant because at the end of the day, pageantry is about empowering you, yourself, empowering women, and do whatever you want. Like, you control your life. That's being empowered. And if you want to make, if you want to wear makeup, then go for it. And I have really nothing against it. Oh, okay. Thank you very much for that one. So it will really be just about. It will just really depend on the person whether uh, he or he or she wants to wear makeup because it's all about empowering oneself. And I think that's also one of the essence of beauty pageants as well to showcase one's beauty, to showcase one's uh, their talents as well because yes i don't really watch beauty pageants but yes i do think that it also showcases their talents in some way like there's a part in the beauty pageant i think that they have a performance or that's that just happens in uh junior high school kind of beauty pageants i'm not sure but how about you gian what's your say on this one i agree with atilara it is technically okay uh these products are technically okay as long as this uh they are not going to force us and impose on our minds that what is in their ads are the standards because most of the time dun galing yung problem so yeah oh okay i see so the beauty products itself isn't really the problem but it's just the way of the this these huge companies are showing their beauty products that changes the uh, minds or the standards of us especially the filipinos yes now, and, okay. uh, yes sure go ahead and i would like to add just i just think um because a beauty pageants usually um yung distance between the the contestants and the audience met and the audience medyo malayo so i think to protect to present themselves better, um, there, um, medyo, there is um, a need for makeup to present themselves better para um, mas visible sila sa audience. But yeah, I guess it really depends on the person. Okay, thank you very much for clearing that out. No, I was just really curious about it, especially once, uh, especially once when I read uh, that uh, kind of concept or debate, I think uh, I saw on Facebook in the recent years. But yes, uh, how about you, partner? Do you have any more questions to ask them? Anything you're curious about? Hmm. Well, speaking of um, uh, bell advertisement, since nandito na tayo sa topic na to, um, let's talk about um, the beauty standards of uh, the Filipinos. Kasi usually, di ba, pag in the Philippines, pag sinabi mong maganda, glow up, pumuputi yung tao. So, um, para sa inyo ba, do you think the beauty standards of the Filipinos are white or pale skin. Um, I guess we, 
Ate Lara can answer for can answer first. Yes, I think being tisay or you know yung mapute is the beauty standard here in the Philippines. And actually, I I'll admit na I was one of the people na who thought that way, and it is really bad for especially for our young ones to to you know to think that you should alter your color in order for you to fit in the beauty standards because at the end of the day you just need to you just need to embrace what you have and and you know following these beauty standards can actually erase or let's say more or or you know our own sense of identity as Filipinos na na we are kayumangi and everything so yon yeah actually i had the same experience usually talaga um tinatanim na yun sa um isip natin habang bata pa tayo na um like na maputi is um more beautiful na it's cleaner mas malinis tignan and you know ako i'm a morena so when same. i was younger i yeah yeah so, so when i was younger grabe talaga yung effort ko na magpapute i used kojic a lot of whitening products i tried everything just to be mapute but now i I think mas nagiging accepted na yung pagiging morena, morena or moreno in the Philippines. Lalo na kasi um, may, mas nakakakita na tayo ng maraming um, public personalities na moreno or morena. And I think dahil doon mas na-encourage sila na i-embrace yung sarili nilang skin. So what about you, Gian? What are your sentiments about this topic? First of all, that is so sad to hear, Isha. I'm so sorry for that. Kasi naranasan mo yan. Even me pala. <laughs> anyway, ganito. Night skin is always complimented nga more than dark skin here in the Philippines. So, yeah. It is the beauty standard of the Filipinos and... It is called Western Beauty Standards. From whitening to facial improvements, and as what Ate Lara said earlier, all products that erase the natural characteristics of Filipino, especially women, are prominent in our society because we are victims of a mindset rooted upon colonization, and our women who do not fit into this standard are basically the victims of stigma and discrimination. Kami na yon, ni Ishal <laughs> at ni Ate Lara. Take it from someone who has brown skin. I also grew up hearing maganda ka kahit maitim ka. And oh, true. Yeah. I got that a lot. Like, maganda ka, pero you know, feeling ko mas gaganda ka kung maputi ka. Did you get yes, that? Yes, yes. I feel yeah. you. 
<laughs> Lahat kami dito na experience yan. And back then, I thought it was a compliment, but it wasn't. Kasi kapag maputi ang maganda, we do not say, maganda ka kahit maputi ka. <laughs> diba? So, obviously, yeah. ang dating niya is having dark or brown skin makes one less beautiful than others. However, no. Maganda ang maite, maganda ang maputi, maganda ang kulay nating lahat. And at the end of the day, our skin... Skin is not what defines the word beauty, but who we are and our personality. Yes. Pakak! Very mm, beauty pageant Q&A talaga. But, yeah, um, these beauty standards are very, uh, should I say, um, parang nakaka- baba ng confidence ng mga tao especially people with you know um darker skin but for you guys sa tingin niyo um ano ba yung impact nito sa um mga kabataan so who should who should answer <laughs> I guess Jian can answer first. Okay, okay. Uh, the impact of those standards sa mga kabataan. Uh, yes. Okay, this is not from what I think. Uh, I'm speaking on my experience. First, it can lower one's self-esteem. Second, it can make one feel that he or she is not accepted in the society and uh most of the time most of the times it forces uh us especially not those who are not in line with the standards to change their appearances and so kaya kailangan natin talagang tigilan ang pag ang pag-impose ng mga gantong beauty, beauty standards on ourselves, we should stop viewing Filipinos' physical characteristics as flaws because they are not. I actually grew up talaga loving my morena skin, but it is not the same for everybody else. Some are suffering because of the stigma, and that is so sad. Like, why do we dislike something that is natural to us because we are all Filipinos here? Yeah, that's all, Pop. Uh, I would like to add something. Uh, on the topic of, of you know, uh, Filipinos, uh, Filipinas, uh, more specifically, uh, they usually try to make their skin whiter. And it's really sad to think that some are experiencing that uh, through their childhood. But I'm not sure if this will cheer anyone up. But uh, just uh, mostly, if, I don't know if you'll notice, Mostly in uh, Americans, uh, you know, they have uh, they have naturally uh, white or pale skin, and most of them want to have the skin that we Filipinos have. Uh, they they always sunbat. They want to have tan skin. They want to have what we have. So we should uh, we should be proud of what uh, of what color we have. We should be proud of being Kayomangi because even the Western countries, even them, they are liking. Uh, our uh, our skin color so 
yes, I, I really hope that uh, this standard of beauty, of being, you know, of, of having white skin, uh, I really do hope also that it should be uh, eliminated. So uh, let's proceed with Atelara. Yes, yun nga, yung sabi ni Gian about sa... Yun, yung sabi ni Gian about sa youngsters who are like trying to fit themselves in the beauty standards of the Filipino. And uh, yun nga, sinabi ko yun a while ago na it is very sad na there are some people who are obsessed in fitting in these beauty standards to to the extent na nagiging harmful na yun sa kanila. Like, for example, um, you are trying to be mapute and you use, you are using products, Kojic, everything, na pampapute, without any, consul- without any consultation to a professional like dermatologist. And it can lead you to harm, you know. Uh, it is, marami na rin nababalita na mga instead na gumanda sila, gumanda, gumanda sila, mas lalo pa silang, um, mas lalo silang na, nasira yung kanilang mga balat, nasunog yung iba and everything. So, I think, yung ating mga magulang, kailangan din nating i-guide yung ating mga kabataan in relation to this beauty standards. Kasi yun nga, hindi natin alam, malay mo, nagtitake na pala sila ng mga pills, nag inject ng mga something, para, you know, pumute and maging beautiful mandaa. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, so, um, we are very um, grateful to hear your uh mm. Um, sentiments and positions about these issues. But sadly, this episode is nearing its end and we have to say goodbye na. But it has been a very uh, makabuluhang discussion with our guests, Gian and Atelara. So thank you guys for sparing a bit of your time with us. Thank and you so much. Thank you. Then thank you so much. Yes, enjoy the call. Yes, but we also want to give you something because uh, you gave us your time for answering our questions and all. We also want to give you uh, some sort of, I'm not sure what it's called, but if you have something you want to promote, if you want to, to advertise something, uh, you can say it here. Uh, maybe we can start with G and then followed by Atelara. Uh, I personally don't have anything to promote po, so sorry. Uh, it's okay. Okay po. Uh, how about you, Atelara? I just have to advertise myself. Charot. <laughs> Charot. Um, yun, wala naman ako okay. advertise. Yun, okay. Ano na lang, like Pantograph, like the page of Pantograph. Thank you. Yes. Okay, thank you very much for that one. So that's it, partner. Uh, would you like to uh, close this uh, episode? Yes. Yeah, so, guys, I hope you had fun in this episode. 
Sana na-enjoy niyo yung mga topics na pinag-usapan namin with our very smart and beautiful guests. But yeah, yeah unfortunately, we have to say goodbye. Pero kung super excited and curious kayo about the third episode, here's a little teaser. We will be um, having guests that are... Um, working students and vloggers. So yeah, if you're excited excited and curious about the third episode too, please um abangan niyo yung announcement of the release of the third episode on our main page, The Pantograph and Malaya on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, that's right, partner. We will still have a lot of more informative and fun and also exciting discussions with different people and i hope that uh, our listeners will be inspired by their stories uh, we also hope that you will uh, have more knowledge about it maybe uh, have different perspectives or outlook in life but uh all in all we just really want to give you the best but anyway uh to all those that are listening to us right now, we hope that you'll be with us again in the next following podcast and so on. Again, I am Calso Malbautista. And I am Isha Lorraine Serio. And this is Pantox, the Pantograph and Malaya's podcast. <laughs>